And welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Thanks for joining us here today. And joining us now here on the program, pleased to have with us Nick Lewitt from RCIS. Nick, great to talk with you here today. I hope you're doing well. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to talk to you today as well. Uh, my name is Nick Lewitt. I'm a precision ag specialist at RCIS, um, kind of covering the whole country as, as we talk about today and, and what benefits that can bring to our growers and our agency force as well. Fantastic. Well, let's talk a little bit about this precision ag conversation. And I, I know just to start, data is a huge part of agriculture as we continue to, you know, kind of expand our capabilities. And I want to know in, in your mind, how could farmers use all this data that they are collecting to kind of leverage their crop insurance reporting? Because I know that is a, a big task for our farmers. So can you talk about that a little bit just to start, Nick? Yeah. So the, the great thing is you can use that precision ag data for crop insurance reporting for acreage um, claims and even like APH reviews, for example, using utilizing that data. You know, the nice thing is we take a very bare minimum of what actually is captured in the field. We want to know the plant date, how many acres and what crop. We're not necessarily trying to pull what varieties or plants or anything like that. So it's a pretty basic version of data they're already capturing in the field to make it pretty much a seamless process for them to transfer that data to RCS and use it for their reporting needs. So I know, you know, you mentioned you're a precision ag specialist there with RCIS. So how do these precision ag tools, you know, and how how do you, you know, folks like you use them at RCIS to provide accurate data? You know, do farmers need to do anything different than what they currently do with their data collection to help out with their crop insurance reporting? Can you talk about some of the nuts and bolts and the ins and outs of what you guys do there to help at RCIS? Yeah, so uh, that's a great question. Two that we have two partnerships that we utilize pretty heavily in order to get that data to flow over to RCS from what I would call their farm management system. So once they've captured that data in the cab, being able to utilize it and do their own analytics and, and research from that data in their farm management software. We've partnered with John Deere Operations Center in 2021 and then Climate Field View last year in 2022. And that allows the data to, to flow to their agent to their agent directly from those farm management systems if it's set up and they wish to have that done. Um, we can take data from any type of manufacturer. It doesn't have to be one of those two. Um, partnerships that we do have with those organizations, but we can actually read data from any machine if the producer provided that to their agent to be able to read that for, for the reporting needs that they do have. So definitely you know, keeping it simple for our farmers there in the cab and not really changing anything, right, Nick? Exactly. It's just about being able to capture data. You know, if we can capture that planting, seeding data, that harvest data, we can utilize that. One thing I kind of will call out, you can use planting data by itself, according to RMA's rules who governs crop insurance, but to do production, you must also use acreage to be a hard record at that point. There's another calibration form that's needed in order to utilize that. But when I go see growers, the majority of them are already doing all this data collection. It's just getting, getting it from their farm management system or their equipment to RCS and their agent to be able to process that data for them. Well, Nick, thinking about all of this data that farmers are collecting and just the continuous improvement in precision ag and data collection having an impact on, on crop insurance, uh, do you think, will this have a, a broad impact on crop insurance types that are available to farmers in different areas as we collect more of this data? I mean, what's the, 
what's the future kind of look like here, Nick? Yeah, I, I mean, precision ag and crop insurance is evolving. It's been out for a while. You know, our mo- mission at RCS is to make it more efficient, easy to use, um, and, and so it gives the grower more time with their back in the day instead of going traditional methods. And maybe that traditional method would be at the farm service agency, bringing the maps to their agent, having that work done. We can actually take the data they actually use in the field and utilize that to make sure they're adequately covered for the for the correct coverage they, they purchase as well. Um, you know, the biggest thing I would say from that perspective a, as we evolve is, you know, one of the things I think is a huge part to uh, precision ag and crop insurance, especially in areas like South Dakota that you, you talked about, any producer that has an irrigation system before they had to have a discernible break around that. Now with precision ag, you can plant and harvest straight through that field using a planted irrigated boundary to keep those separated or a planting prescription to show their rate change. And so that's a huge thing when it comes into acreage reporting and production reporting, because now you're not taking a load to town of the dry land corners and the irrigated pivot. You actually are able to harvest it all as one and use precision egg to split that out. So that's a huge time savings for that grower as well. Fantastic. Well, Nick, great insight, great information. Anything else you could think of that we haven't touched on you want to add here today? And I'm sure as well, if folks have more questions, they could reach out to RCIS, they can go online, RCIS.com. I'm sure there's a lot of different uh, ways to get in touch, isn't there, Nick? Yep, 100%. You know, I think the biggest thing is we keep seeing adoption of precision ag and crop insurance. You know, if you're really interested, please talk to your agency. We're more than happy to help them get started. Um, and work through that process with them as well. And we we just really want to make it more efficient, more innovative for that grower. So, you know, if they're in the cab and data is flowing off electronically with their wireless data transfer, we can get that and have have their crop insurance ready when they're done and that done at the end of the year. We just really want to focus on our customers and simplify that process and make it better in their experience, right? Realistically, they bought technology to make it their life easier, and that's what we're trying to do here at RCS is make their life easier by using precision ag data um, so they're not going through and sitting and spending hours, you know, drawing on FSA maps or, or or going to their agency's office. It's readily available as soon as they get there. Fantastic. Well, again, folks can get more information, reach out rcis.com with that Nick Lewitt with RCIS. Thanks for joining us here today. And we'll look forward to talking to you again in the future. Thanks so much. Sounds great. Thanks for your time today, Jesse. I appreciate it. And once again, Nick Lewitt with RCIS. Thanks for the time here on today's program. One news headline before we run out of time here on American Ag Today. Bayer has settled with the state of New York on allegations that the company falsely advertised a glyphosate-based Roundup, agreeing to pay $6.9 million in fines and removing various claims from advertisements in the state. In an article from DTN, in the statement announced by New York Attorney General Letitia James, the state uses a variety of studies that purport to show glyphosate is dangerous to wildlife despite claims made by Bayer the herbicide is safe. Those studies point to alleged harm to bee populations and other animal species from the use of Roundup on lawns and gardens. Now, Although Bayer has started to remove glyphosate-based Roundup for lawn and garden use from the shelves and intends to use a different active ingredient, the company continues to stand by the efficacy and safety of glyphosate. Now, in addition, the company said it plans to continue selling glyphosate-based Roundup for agricultural use. Now, the company said in a statement to DTN, quote, we are pleased to resolve this matter, which focused on advertising practices and made no findings regarding the safety of Roundup products and no scientific conclusion that they have caused harm to the environment, including pollinators or aquatic species, end quote. Now, the settlement dates back to a 1996-1998 agreement the company had with the state to discontinue certain advertising claims. 
So once again, Bayer settling with the state of New York on allegations the company falsely advertised the glyphosate-based Roundup agreeing to pay $6.9 million in fines and removing various claims from advertisements in the state. This has been American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day.